Following nature's laws helps prevent flatulence. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Zeiss, this week on the show. It's another exciting edition of The Revolution, where Jim Shirt is actually going to host uh, today's show. Real quick, what is it? This is a Hawaiian camouflage. It's yellow. It has pink and yellow and green flowers on it. I wish I could find the words to describe it. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start taking a picture of what you wear daily and post it online. I'd like to get some reviews. But on today's show, we are going to be talking about uh, early season whitetail tips. Hey, Western Hunter Magazine's Chris Denham, he's going to comment on Spot and Stock versus Grump Blanchard Tree Stand. Yeah, plus we're going to have Joe Hamilton. He is QDMA's founding father, and he really got the ball rolling on this topic, and he's not going to drop that ball. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, we're Even gonna be, other things haven't dropped either. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Cryptorchid Box uh, with him. He's going to be setting the record straight about that. Hey, and then old Ram Truck CEO and President Brett Diaz is going to drop by, and he's going to break down the all-new 2013 Ram 1500. Yeah, plus we're going to be hitting the emails with Mark. Yeah. Hey, but in this week's Ram Power Block, RamTrucks.com. Yeah, we're going to be joined at 785 uh, 84 Six seven six four seven with old Darren Bradley of uh, IMB Outfitters, and Jim actually just found this out. I, I really looked up a lot of stuff. On a lot of research on this guy. Yeah. Now I don't know if you know this, Darren, but you are the largest whitetail <laughs> outfitter in the nation. I know this comes as a big surprise, and I'm, I'm, Jim and I are so proud that we could tell you that. That's, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's kind of a big announcement today. <laughs> that's a big announcement. How are you handling this information? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing well with it. I'm doing well with it. Well, the thing is, you're actually in you you you, you outfit in Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Ohio, and Mo or Missouri. Mo Mo State. Yeah. That's amazing, man. And hard to say five times fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even want to try that. Yeah. Matter of fact, your success ratio is so doggone high, it's almost unreal. But uh, how do you get your guys so successful? You know, scouting, ongoing scouting. Um, you know, I've been blessed to the point of being able to harvest 19 record book whitetail bucks, and uh, most of those deer have come as a result of uh, ongoing scouting. I mean, you've got to keep an eye on the animals. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of weird. Hard work pays off. Who would have <laughs> thunk of that one, Darren? But I mean, let, <laughs> did you build this no yourself? Comment. Yeah. <laughs> did you build this business it's, yourself? That's definitely not the American dream there. But um, I mean, this is incredible. Now, what is your success rate? Now, I know a lot determines, you know, you, you can't guarantee a hunt because, man, uh, uh, someone might bone a shot. Anything can happen. But typically, what is your success rate, Darren? You know, I ran some stats for you uh, yesterday. Uh, we have success rates on our website. In fact, we have got a we have a whole page dedicated to our success rates. Um, we have seen success rates uh, as high as five hundred percent before. And what that means is, if there's ten guys in camp, that means you know they had fifty opportunities in five days to harvest a record book buck at less than thirty yards. But you know that would be a unique stat. That's only happened one time. A cumulative. Over 13 years, we see that during early season hunts, that there's an 83% chance. Wow. That you, yeah, that's pretty high. 83% that you <laughs> yeah, will sorry. get a shot at a record book deer during, you know, your five day hunt with us. Uh, during the rut of the breeding season, believe it or not, it's soaring 133%. So, Dang. the rut is better, but still great percentages on both ends. Yeah, well, the fact of the matter is, in the last 13 years, you've taken 697 record book bucks. I mean, your outfitting business has. Hey, that's that's pretty doggone impressive. That's a lot, 697. It absolutely is. Now, let's go over some opening dates real quick. In Illinois, October 1st, Iowa, October 1st, Missouri, September 15th, Kansas, September 17th. we got to be the oddball there. Nebraska, uh, September 15th, Wisconsin, September 18th, Ohio, September 27th, Kentucky, September 4th, Indiana, September 18th. Now, the reason I brought this up is these seasons are they're upon us, you know, do you have any openings for this fall, or do we need to book in advance uh, for next year, Darren? We have a few. Okay. Um, we do pretty well. A lot of, you know, one way you can tell if you're if you're dealing with the good outfitting services, you know, at this time of the year, they really shouldn't have a lot of openings because their hunters should rebook. So, you know, we have a few, uh, but I have, you know, no rut dates. I have no gun dates. But we've got a little bit of muzzleloader and a few early season hunts, and uh, 
you know, and they're going pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is, uh, getting back to the early archery season, how in the world, I mean, you said a lot of scouting, but uh, are you hunting primarily out of tree stands, ground lines, or uh, do you do pit blinds? You know, we uh, have never dealt with underground blinds. Um, over the course of 13 years, we have had everyone in from, you know, your handicapped disabled hunter uh, that requires some special treatment to, you know, your athletes that can get about anywhere you need to get them. So we have a vast array of uh, choices, you know, ladder stands, tripods, box blinds, hang-ons, um, really whatever a guy needs is what we have. Yeah. Now, Darren, let's go to some scouting uh, tactics that you have. You know, everybody thinks, man, you just get out there and basically you beat around the bush, you look for some signs, you know, maybe a glass, some deer. A stop sign or a yield or That's what? That's really not the way you want to do about it. You, you actually want to plan your scouting. You don't want to get all up in their face. You want to stay back at a distance. How do you go about scouting, Darren? You know, we've come a long way with, with whitetail technology, and a guy's just got to about to have some, you've got to have some trail cameras. Yeah, um, definitely. I remember, this may show my age, but I remember back in the day that uh, there was a company that they had string-triggered uh, monitors where when an animal walked through the string, at least it tripped uh, a clock, which <laughs> would stop, and then when you put the clock back in, you'd know at least what time the animal came by, but you had no idea mm-hmm. if it was a fawn or a doe or a you no, know, maybe even something of another species, such as a coyote. Or, mm-hmm. But uh, now we have trail cameras, and we really rely on these. On our website, we have a uh, trail camera page. We've added over 85 different record book deer in the trail <laughs> hey. camera page in in less than two weeks. And uh, this just really gives us an opportunity to uh, keep an eye on deer in the woods but we don't like to be in the woods before season. Uh, we like to try to stay away. So every night I have about a dozen employees that are stationed on different fields, and they're watching with video cameras and high top, uh, you know, top of the line optics. Uh, you know, we like Nikon here, and uh, there's some really other wonderful choices out there. But we're watching these deer from distances, and believe it or not, you know, they're in bachelor groups. They're coming out the same place every night. We have nicknames for them, <laughs> and we just know where they're at. And you just got to stay on your game because early season, they're going to do the same thing every night. Mm-hmm. Now, now the thing is, do you find that uh, after tracking it for 13 years, do their travels change uh, with the uh, early, middle, and late season and even uh, late rut? They do. These deer will stay together and stay in bachelor groups and I mean, if you were here tomorrow, I'd know where to put you. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive two weeks from now, we'd probably be able to continue to be with, you know, in the same deer in the same places at the same times unless we spooked them. Um, somewhere in the middle of October, uh, these deer will head for acorns, hmm. which is, you know, very important for the hunter to know and be able to identify different types of oaks and whatnot. And then we'll bust into the rut about the last week of October for, uh, three, three and a half weeks and, and deer will lay down and recoup and begin to fight, you know, the tragedies of, of winter and, mm-hmm. and the temperatures and snow. But, you know, here for a good month, you know, a guy just needs to know where his deer are at Yeah, without getting too close. Now, Darren, we're actually coming up on a break, buddy, so i got to stop you. Would you mind, what do you think, Jim, about having old Darren possibly uh, Can you hold hanging on? around? Yeah, would you mind just hanging on the line for... About an hour? About, no, about 30 minutes, honestly. But no, would you mind coming back? There goes Jim's mic. Would you mind coming back and possibly uh, debunking? My, my mic didn't even want to stay. It I can't imagine Darren wants to stay. I don't want to stay for this. No, possibly coming back and debunking some uh, myths about rotting bucks. Yeah, because if we find out that they're myths, we'll stop spreading them. But until then, we're, we're going to keep it up. Would you mind doing that, though, man? Sure. All right, cool. Well, hey, we want to remind you guys that uh, today's broadcast has all been made possible by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com plus Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about Cabela's? World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Hey, well, coming up next is Chris Denham with Western Hunter Magazine and Elk Hunter Magazine. Yeah, before Scrap the Mailbag. Oh, Funky Bodge. Marky Mark in your Funky Bodge. Marky Mark. <laughs> Let's hear some uh, emails. 
All right, this week in the Revolution Mailbag, the question that's been on Jim and Trav's mind for the last several decades, what would be your weapon of choice if werewolves were real? Let's hit it. The Revolution Mailbag. Well, Mark Gosler said a Ruger 1911 and a hot chick to cheer him on. Woo! Peter Dale and Graves wrote, he's going to bring a group of PETA employees, a recliner, and some cotton candy. Susie Wheeland emphatically implies my weapon of choice is a Ram Power Wagon and a little ACDC. Come on and get you some. Neil Nielsen said, Chuck Norris. Nuff said, smiley face. Doug C. feels pretty confident that he'll be all right with that dog whisperer dude. But if he fails, he says his 380 LCP with Crimson Trace Laser Guard should do the trick. I would think so. And finally, Deb Hensley writes, I will bring Trav so he can sing to them and I will laugh my butt off up until the point when they eat us. Well, thanks for writing in and remember to do so next week at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example, or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390-horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7-liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Black Cloud FS Steel with 40% flight stopper shot mixed with premium steel. Federal Premium has created the perfect storm. Black Cloud FS Steel. There's a storm on the horizon. All pre-archery season prep work assignments are due by the end of the show. And if you're late, the boys will shoot you with an arrow. Ah! Just kidding. Their aim isn't so good. This is the revolution. You're a freak, buddy. Yes, I am. <laughs> Why don't you? I, I, I'm colorful. Real quick, uh, we got a second. If we don't have a second, we should make a second for this. <laughs> Why don't you tell our listeners what you're wearing? I have I have something that's kind of a pseudo bathrobe. What does that even mean? Well, it's kind of like Define a long that shirt me. that has like a, a a tie on it. It's a dress. It's not a dress. With a bow. <laughs> Anyways, Jim's wearing a dress today. <laughs> I'm not wearing a dress. Yes, you are. It's a bathrobe. It's, a, it's kind of like a, a kind of like. A, you don't wear a bathrobe to work, and you're wearing this. I don't know what it. If your wife bought this for you, yeah, it's well, she terrible. did. She did. It, it's kind of yeah. like a. Uh, it, it's kind of like a smoking jacket that's a little longer. Let's get off this. <laughs> you look like a freak. Uh, so on today's show, we are talking about kind of pre-archery I'm, I'm season. In a, tips. I'm in a smoking jacket, and you're wearing a hoodie. With a, uh, a I'm sorry. shirt, jeans, and some kind of goofy shoes. I'm wearing a Dickies jacket. What's wrong with wearing Dickies, bathrobe boy? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, you know, let's talk about kinetic energy just for a second. I want to get off what you're wearing. It's kind of it's depressing for me. Everybody is into this compact, lighter, you know, the carbon phase right now, okay, yeah. when it comes to arrows. But w- when we're talking about hunting, what's a big factor? Knockdown power. Knockdown power. Yeah. Weight of the bullet. Same thing applies to arrows. Real fast, though, we got a clip, though. Uh, we're going to play it. Take a listen. I think it's T-Bone Turner. Isn't that right, Frank? All right, Frank's going to play it. Here it is. The Revolution. Kinetic energy just measures how much energy is stored in that arrow. A good way to describe that is, is if you did the kinetic energy on this, if I took this, this ping pong ball and I threw it at 100 miles an hour and hit you with it, uh, it would hurt a little bit, sting a little bit. If you could throw a ping pong ball 100 miles an hour, You'd have a bright future ahead of yourself (laughs) with any ball club. (laughs) But listen to this part. But let's just say I took this brick and threw it at 50 mile an hour. I'd much rather get hit with a ping pong ball because it's going to lose its energy. It loses its momentum and it doesn't have mass weight to continue and to drive. All right, stop right there. He nailed it right on the head. It all boils down to that knockdown power. If you want to have good penetration and to be able to carry through that animal to have a good knockdown, 
You have um, enough mass to be able to uh, make penetration propellant. and pass through. I think you're business. you're more concerned with fashion right now. If that's fashion, <laughs> then I totally don't want to be fashionable. I just came back from California. <laughs> this is a nice outfit. Yeah, but we're being joined right now by Chris Denham, and he phoned us at 785-846-7647, and he is the main man there at uh, Western Hunter Magazine plus Elk Hunter Magazine. How's it going, check Chris? Him out. Great, great magazine. Yeah, how's it going, Chris? Good, good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, now, Chris, um, Jim and I have two totally different opinions when it comes to hunting. I'm more of a fan of uh, spot and stock. And how would you uh, define yourself besides this weird Jimbo when it comes to hunting? Uh, comfortable. Jim likes to be comfortable. <laughs> That's lodge. Yes. He wants if lodge, I could hunt for my bed, I would. Lodge conveniences. Uh huh. In a blind that's fully enclosed, windows preferably. I, I like windows, yes, and and uh, heat. If, if there's <laughs> yeah. snacks, snacks for sure. If a you bark a lounger, if I can get it in that if door, you could have a television. Well, that I would occasionally look at while I'm looking out at the uh, prairie here. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> what is your thoughts and opinions on spot and stock, Chris? Uh, where do you stand on this issue? Yeah, spot and stock is just that's what we live, eat, and breathe by out here in the West. The Obviously, way to go. We don't have we haven't figured out how to put, well, we could probably do it, but we usually don't put our tree stands in, in saguaro cactus. <laughs> so we, we, we have to be a little more creative than just sitting down. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, when you're when you're out there and you're you're doing this spot and stalk, I mean, there's certainly a whole lot of waiting because while you're you're spotting, you are stationary and then you do have to move. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, you, you sit there and you glass for a minute rather than well, sitting in your blind for four hours on end. No, you, you know, you, you get some of those real tricky big muley bucks that are back up there in the in the uh, toolies boy i tell you sometimes they're tough to pull out in just a minute or two isn't that true chris There's a lot of truth to that yeah sometimes you find yourself getting stuck all of a sudden you you've got a route picked and everything's going great and all of a sudden the buck stands up and you know his the shade moved on him in the hour that you were moving so he stands up to get back into get his body position better in the shade, and all of a sudden he's facing right towards you mm-hmm. now you're now you're really jammed up because you're stuck out in the sun you know, laying on the ground, the ants are crawling on you and you can't move. <laughs> you gotta, and it'll be another hour, maybe two before the sun moves enough, um, mm-hmm. you know, for that buck to get back up and reposition himself or he's got to get up for a pee break or something. Mm. Now, Jim Bo kind of, he, he switched the topic there for uh, a second. I want to get back to spot and stock uh-oh. versus ground blinds. Now, this is a direct quote by Mr. Uh, Chuck Adams. I don't know, Jim, if you have ever heard of him. But it says, by comparison, animals at ground level have the upper hand. They are likely to see, hear, or smell your approach, and they have—they always have a chance to see your draw. All bow hunting is uh, terrific, but stand hunting is like checkers, while foot hunting is like chess. Now, if that's not a diss, I don't know what is a diss. <laughs> Do you think more people should get out and experience hunting in this way rather than just sitting around, Chris? Oh, absolutely, especially in the West. Yeah, in the West, when um, you know, to be able to get a tripod and a good pair of binoculars, yeah, mount those binoculars on a tripod and get up high up on a on a hill somewhere, and be able to look 360 degrees, you literally are you're hunting miles of terrain, Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you're in a tree stand, you might be only hunting. Effectively, you're only hunting about 60 yards from your tree stand. Everything else is off limits. Yeah. Now, what? While you're, uh, you're you've planned your move from Mm -hmm. the spot and stock, uh, uh, you're all camoed out. Uh, do you find that that is a really effective way, or have you killed just as many deer in a, a, a sweatshirt and uh, and pair of jeans? I wouldn't necessarily say camouflage is mandatory by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But quality, uh, technical outdoor clothing is extremely important. Blue jeans and a sweatshirt is just a description for early season death if you're not careful. People put too much weight in camouflage sometimes. You know, it, it's really about. Besides getting out there and combing the hillside and trying to sneak up on a deer, there's so much more to it than that. There's so many different factors that you have to take into account. And I think that, for me, uh, Chris, is kind of the rush. You know, if you were successful at the end of the day, so many things had to take place for this to happen. It's just not like, I mean, sure, sometimes you stumble upon a great buck and it's a great it's an easy shot and you take them down but more times than not that never happens so you had to do something right Absolutely. you got to you basically have to defeat all of their senses yeah you don't have to defeat their eyes you can't you can't let them see you have to especially defeat their nose uh you know that nose of theirs is just you know is constantly picking up uh you know picking up sensory and, and so being able to you have to defeat all senses simul- simultaneously which you know, it's really the challenge. Now, one more time, we're actually coming up an ad break, Chris. If we want to find out more about Western Hunter Magazine and Elk Hunter Magazine, two great publications, 
Uh, where can we find you online again, buddy? At westernhuntermagazine.net and elkhunter.com. Great magazines. We highly recommend you reading. But uh, we are the revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks. At ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and N-R-A blog. That is N-R-A blog.com. But uh, Chris, man, thank you so much for coming on and uh, especially for not agreeing with Jim. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. always a plus. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, no, I really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the opportunity. Alrighty. Hey, coming up next, we've got Joe Hamilton. He's QDMA's Director of Development. Yep, he's coming up next. Stick around. It's going to be great right here on The Revolution. Okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Connect with them at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey? Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. When it comes to camping, I like to relax, but I was getting stressed about camp cooking. Then I discovered the Camp Chef Portable Outdoor Oven. This junior-sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips with a matchless ignition, heating up to 400 degrees, and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan. I can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast, casseroles for dinner, and pie for dessert. Look for the Portable Outdoor Oven at a store near you or online at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. It's the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here are the boys. Hey, we're back. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention, though, Jimmy, uh, this past Tuesday was Dimebag Daryl's birthday. We want to say happy birthday, big guy. Uh, would have been 46 years old. In the 40s, anyhow. Is that what he would have been 46 years old. <laughs> On August 20th, he yeah. would have been 46 years old. Was Great tragic. guitar player. It was terrible. He had so much to offer. The man was so incredibly talented. guitar player. Uh, talented. Holy cow. Big fan of Pantera, damage playing, all that stuff. Yeah, he designed the man, Pantera. Awesome. Pantera. You don't even know who he is <laughs> by saying that. Uh, we are talking I about. I listen to him as I walk by stores that have the music blaring out the doorway. There you go, Jim's description of Pantera. <laughs> so we're talking about pre-archery season tips on today's show. Uh, before the break, we heard from old Chris Hansen with uh, Western Hunter Magazine. Yeah, he's the editor of Western Hunter Magazine and also Elk Hunter Magazine. Check it out. We were actually talking about spot and stock uh-huh. versus, versus um, Jim's cop-out way of hunting. It's uh, my favorite Or tree stand, yeah. If you can't walk to it and have lunch there and have a heater and possibly uh, talk on the phone all day. I wanted a tiki bar in there, too, but I couldn't get it in there. And why do you like to do that? It's uh, very stationary. It's a four-letter word, right? Yeah. Can we say that? Four-letter word? Sure. Lazy? (laughs) Oh, that's cold. That's cold. Anyways, we did. I I wait until they get in position, and then I go spot and stalk them. Yeah, sure you do. Uh, So we were talking to him before the break. But what was it like on the Saturday that you you harvested that big muley last year? Was it the snowing and blowing? That was like 12 below, blizzarding outside. But was I successful? Yes, you were. Was I happy? Uh, I think so. I I tell from the grimace on your face from all the ice. Did I complain about being out there? Uh, not once. There you go. But I didn't hunt with you. <laughs> so anyway, what would I know? Okay. So once, once I was climbing the garden wall, I Chuck Berry had a terrible fall. Uh, this came out like 1972, I, I think, this yeah. version. Uh, Rather risque song. What he's just talking about a bell, Jimmy. That's it. Uh, you know, we're going to be talking about On the crypt- old cow. <laughs> crypt orchid box. Uh, a lot of people are wondering what that is. I kind of am myself. I thought it was something you ordered at a uh, uh, restaurant. Yeah, but we're being joined right now by old uh, Joe Hamilton. And you know, back in 1988, he actually founded uh, QDMA. I don't... I, Just got an award this past weekend at Legends of the Outdoors. Yeah, you and I have not done anything close to nah. what this man has done. It's a disgrace, Jimmy. I've said My that several ding-a-ling. times. <laughs> Anyways. That uh, is a disgrace. Joe, why don't you tell us about Cryptorchid Bucks? And actually, you know, what it is really is... Is where both testicles don't descend down into the scrotum and uh, big problems. Uh, so why don't you tell us about this, Joe? 
I think the, probably the best thing to do is lean on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the most concise, accurate definition you can usually find. And cryptorchidism is the absence of one or both testes uh, from the scrotum. Really? Uh, it's the most common birth defect, and it's a birth defect regarding male genitalia. Really? Uh, really? In mammals. How often yeah. does that happen? Yeah, I've never seen a buck like this before. How often, like Jim said, uh, does it happen? I don't know how to put a percent on it, but it's a very small percent. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I tell you, you can tell when this is happening, uh, even without putting your hands on the deer. If you see a deer in velvet uh, late in the fall, mm-hmm. that's a deer that probably is uh, a unilateral or bilateral cryptorchid, you know, one or both testicles. Uh, did not descend into the scrotum. And what happens with this condition a lot of times is that it interferes with the normal flow of testosterone. Mm -hmm. These cryptorchid bucks will keep their antlers. They will continue growing throughout the deer's life, and the deer will not cast those antlers, and they'll stay in a relatively hard condition, but they'll stay in velvet. Man. As time passes, they develop abnormal points mm-hmm. here, there, and yon, usually around the base of the antlers and and from the main beams and even from some of the, the normal points. So, obviously, a low amount of t- testosterone, I can't even talk. Um, will they make scrapes? Will they show any um, sexual activity whatsoever? I mean, are they just kind of, hey, a ho-hum guys walking around? They could watch a harem and yeah. not be bothered. I mean, I, they're just kind of there, aren't they? You're right. When you get even closer to them, if you uh, can zoom in and have a look at their tarsal glands, they're not stained at all. Really? Uh, they're usually light-colored and fluffy, and mm-hmm. uh, their necks are not swollen as their counterparts in their age classes. And you're right, they are relatively ho-hum. They're just floaters out there. So even though even though they may have, uh, uh, they're, they're intact, but there's something wrong, uh, then they're really a, clinically a eunuch, right? That's about what it amounts to. Yep. Okay. They're, they're not part of the breeding schedule. They're non-aggressive. They don't fight. They would probably avoid fighting. <laughs> yeah. um, so necessarily, you don't have to be born this way. I mean, this is something that could happen later down the road. Let's say if you're a two-year-old and you get injured the following year, um, you could become a cryptorchid buck then. Uh, essentially. Wow. Okay, now, now i got to give you one more, Joe. <laughs> All right. So you, I find this cryptorchid buck out there, knowing that he can't do anything, he's as good as a doe, okay, as far as reproductive qualities, uh, although he can't produce. Could someone, in fact, then harvest that on a doe tag and still be okay? Well, I'd say what regulations vary so much <laughs> between states and even within states. It'd be difficult to say that. I mean, unless you can walk up to the buck and tell him to turn his head and cough, there's no way to really <laughs> check him. I mean, anything is possible in this world, Joe. Well, I mean, you just, it's, a, it's a unique animal. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to cross paths with one like that, uh, and, and it's legal, you have a tag for a buck, take it and be proud of it. And especially if it's an older buck, because the trophy in these older bucks is not always on their head. It's in their mouth. Yeah. Uh, that jawbone is, is something that tells you that this animal is is older and wiser and uh, is somewhat a measure of your prowess as a hunter. You bet. Hey, we've been talking yeah. with Joe Hamilton. He is the Director of Development at QDMA, and he's not cryptorchid. No, he's not. <laughs> Mr. Joe, and if we want to find out more about QDMA and, and the wonderful work that's being done there, uh, where can we find you guys online? QDMA. That's right. We we encourage everyone to to hop on their website, check them out, uh, become a member if you're not already. But uh, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus NBC Sports Outdoors. That's NBC Sports.com forward slash outdoors and Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But, Joe, man, thank you so much for coming on and uh, telling us about Cryptorchid Bucks. Joe, thank you so much, buddy. I've enjoyed speaking with you. Hey, coming up this, we've got Darren Bradley with IBM Outfitters out of uh, Illinois. There you go. Uh, Frank actually has a clip we're going to play. Yeah, Frank, you got the ready? Okay. Joe mentioned a second ago about aging a deer with their teeth. Frank found a clip. Take a listen to this. And we looked at the third tooth, and the third tooth had... 
three cusps on it, or three projections. It looks almost like three segments. What that tells us is without a shadow of a doubt, this deer's jaw is from an 18-month-old deer. You can actually see the permanent teeth pushing these baby teeth up and out. That's interesting. I did not know that about the ridges on the teeth. You could tell how old they are. Actually, kind of crazy. There, there's a, a, a psychological study that studies the bumps on your head that determine whether or not uh, how intelligent you are. Actually, you said that many years about dogs and everybody we've interviewed <laughs> said that it's not even remotely accurate. I, I, this was really about humans. You don't have a bump on your head. And there's going to be in a second. Let's get to a break. I look like Charlie Brown. This is the revolution. The next generation of Zeiss shooting optics has arrived. Conquest Duralink, a new category of 30mm rifle scopes that combines outstanding image clarity with uncompromised German precision. Available with standard reticle number 6 or the superfine illuminated red dot reticle number 60. And Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports. Every Thursday night, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. A big old bluefin is taking the line! Starting Thursday at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs. Specially designed for game and fish. Try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our Just Add Water meals for all your summer camping needs. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached our destination. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. What can I tell you? We're pleased as punch. And now, here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We just heard from old Joe Hamilton. Hey, how about that uh, Kryptonic buck or whatever you called it? <laughs> Kryptonic. <laughs> yeah. What do you? I, I usually drink that on Friday night. You hanging out with a little <laughs> bit of chronic? That's it. That's Kryptorchid box. Did you ever hear such a thing? Uh, that is some wild happenings. <laughs> that is <laughs> or not happenings, as it were. Uh, yeah, Joe Hamilton once again with QDMA. Uh, such an interesting guy. That was great having him on. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a whole lot of nothing's happening. A whole lot of nothing going on, going on down south. But uh, as we promised earlier, Darren Bradley would return from. Uh, IMB Outfitters. Not, uh, <laughs> he was in I, cyberspace out there somewhere. Not IBM. I didn't pick up on the last time when you said that. Uh, he's been hanging on the line for quite some time on hold. Uh, Darren, how's it going, buddy? Good, good. Yeah, now before we get into this once again, why don't you go ahead and uh, hand out your web address, man? Uh, www.imbmonsterbucks.com. IMBmonsterbucks.com. All right, so... Jim and I, we kept you around because we want to debunk some uh, rumors. You have the facts. Dispel some myths. Yes. Uh, point people out for lying, <laughs> however you want to say it. All right. So uh, the Texas A&M, those people there at the university. Those they Aggies. Did a study. The Aggies did a study. They Bryan put, College Station. Yeah, they put some uh, radio telemetry collars on deer, and they tracked them. They want to track their progression and find out some of their habits. But everybody is under the impression, I've been taught this my whole life, and I know you have too, Jimmy. I've taught it myself. That when it comes to the rut... They're gone. Man, these babies move. Yeah. Okay, these bucks, they're out on the hunt looking for some love. They want to get rid of some uh, built-up sexual tension. Okay? <laughs> no so, cold showers for them. No. Um, They're out there on the move looking for love in all the wrong places. But these Aggies, they're saying that is not true, Darren. They're saying that... Um, at any given time that they normally don't go out of their home range, which is roughly two miles square, but their bedding areas where they typically stay is only 70 acres, 70 acres. That is not much ground. Um, how does this fall into what you've learned over the years? You know, it's probably a regional issue. I know mm-hmm. here that, that, uh, it's been scientifically proven by wildlife biologists that our white-tailed bucks can travel up to nine miles a day during the rut. Really? I think that you'll find Texas deer, uh, their main food source are feeders. They're not going to be able to venture very far from a feeder. Whereas in the Midwest, um, we've had some big non-typical deer killed over the history of our business. And, mm-hmm. uh, we, we had a fellow here a couple of years ago and he had a huge non-typical deer underneath him. I mean, absolutely identifiable on any other day you'd know this deer at any other site and he couldn't get drawn back on the deer with his bow 
The next day, this deer was over two and a half miles away, standing under another hunter. So I think, I think probably in other regions, you'll see that these deer travel a lot farther because they're not dependent upon having to be around a feeder like you would have to have in Texas. What are what are some of the the major pitfalls that early hunters uh, fall into every year that you've seen over the years? You know, you don't ever want to scout out of a stand mm-hmm. that you're going to hunt. I hear a lot of guys say, "Well, you know, I went and sat on my stand tonight and scouted." You know, you don't ever want to do that. Um, really? You know, deer, early season, I think one of the major problems is deer can pattern you. Ah. You know, during the breeding season, you know, they're running around there and they're acting silly. They're not paying much attention. Oftentimes it looks like they're in a trance. But early season, they're watching you walk in. Really? And so you never want to, you know, prior to hunting season, go scout out of your stand. You know, another thing that, that Miles Keller said, just a wonderful guy and a, a great hunter, I think he's killed more trophy deer than anyone on planet Earth, is, you know, he said, you've got to be able to get to and from a stand location without being detected. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to hunt the edges a lot. The guy that storms through the woods early season is just asking to get busted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those are two. And if you can get to and from your stand location without getting busted by deer, you know, if you can stay out of it and you know, a lot of patience involved early seasons, and I, you've got to keep the deer from pattering in you, but you've got to pattern them. It can totally turn your season around. Now, we're actually coming up on an ad break, Darren, so one more time to find out more about IMB Outfitters. And, you know, it'd be cool if we and could maybe just, give your phone number. Yeah, give your phone number. Maybe we want to pick your brain. I mean, obviously, you want to help other people out. So, uh, Darren, where do we have to head to in, online, and what's your phone number? Toll free, it's 866-855-70. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Darren Bradley, and of course, he's with IMB Outfitters, and they actually guide in Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Ohio, and Missouri. Uh, Make sure you look them up. Yeah, that's right. IMBMonsterBucks.com. Once again, that is IMBMonsterBucks.com. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com and Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's. Dot com plus NRA blog at nrablog.com. Mr. Darren, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing and coming these, back. Yeah, wonderful things and stick around for so long, man. Appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, coming up next, we've got the president of Ram Trucks, old Fred Diaz. Fred D in the wrap-up. Freddie Freddy D. Like Fred. All right, stick around. Fred Diaz, one more time. Ram Trucks coming up next. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hit them up online at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Ram Trucks. Check out the all-new 2013 Ram at ramtrucks.com. And now, here's Jim and Trav. Hey, this is no! 
Oh, this is a time for you, Old Trap. This is the wrap up, man. This is the wrap up, and this is one of your saddest times of the week. Yeah, pretty good song right here, though. Uh, Miss Kelly Pickler, Best, Best Days of Your Life. life. Yeah. Uh, let's play something a little harder. Yeah, but how about that Brantley Gilbert? This is better! Like, you gotta talk up because it's rock music! Oh! <laughs> how about Easton Corbin? Now, see, this is more laid back. We've had Easton on the show a whole bunch of times. Great guy. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of fun. A couple years ago, he was actually uh, the spokesperson for uh, National Hunting and Fishing Day. Yeah, quiet guy. Got a whole bunch of free CDs. That was cool. <laughs> uh, how about Zach Brown, man? Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just that right. Ain't you. That is impossible. <laughs> I will never find a pair of jeans that fit just right. My waistline. Uh-huh. That's like the battle of the bulge. Okay. That, that's, that is the true battle of the bulge. I am losing <laughs> this battle terribly. You know what? We could both settle on, though, uh, Billy Currington. Yeah. yeah no, no. That's great music. You know what sucks, though, is there's no way in you and I sing. But Jesus. Well, yeah. We're never going to be able to get all these people together. Never. Oh, no! Hold on. I'm just now reading this. Yeah, 2012. The Ram Jam. Yeah, 2012 Ram Jam. December 29th. You guys, you're not going to believe this. I don't know. They're not believing the way we're acting. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Ram Jam is December 29th, 2012. Uh, five huge artists, one small stage. You can join all these people. Kelly Pickler, you Brandon Gilbert, Easton Corbin, uh, Zach Brown Band, and Billy Curtin. As Jim said, VIP passes. But you're going to win a travel hotel and two passes to see... This invitation-only concert It's going to be so cool. Uh, once again, it's being put on by Ram. be a great time. And as Jim said, you can win uh, two IVP passes. <laughs> not IVP, uh, VIP passes. We're not VIP people, though. Not recently. We're very important <laughs> to the FBI. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> We're two, seen in every post office across the country. We are IVP. But no, I got to check out the Ram Jam. Uh, all you have to do to enter this is uh, hook up with them on Facebook, Twitter. You can hop on their website. Of course, you got to follow Ram these people. It is free to enter, and you can enter as many times as you want uh, before September 30th. 30 days out. Yeah, I've done it about uh, uh, a couple times. dozen times. Yeah, that's yeah, probably 50, and you've yeah, done it as well. Yeah, same here, and I'll never win. No, <laughs> not a chance in heck. It, our it, next it, guest doesn't you know, like us. That's it's why. surprising, even with our next guest, we still won't win this. <laughs> uh, we're being joined right now. By the president and CEO of Ram Trucks, Freddie D. Freddie D. and the Ram. The truck whisperer. That's it. Mr. Fred Diaz. Fred Diaz from Ram Trucks. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Trav. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jim. You're a VIP in my book all day long. <laughs> but, well, you know, we, you're definitely. And Trav, you're, and Trav, you're an IVP. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had a great time, what, about three weeks ago now. We were down in uh, in Texas shooting the cover for the Vol Hunting Guide. There in Houston. And uh, you're a handsome kind of guy. Uh, no, I, I doubt uh, most people would say that about me. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wanted to squeeze your butt, but, you know. I didn't know you cared. (laughs) The wife and kids were there. I thought it'd be a little awkward. He wanted to see if you were crowning. (laughs) (laughs) Private joke. A little inside (laughs) joke. Anyways, the wife is doing a couple weeks, but we got more important things to talk about, and that is Ram Trucks. Uh, You and Jimmy just got back from there in Tennessee. You guys were actually... uh, Test driving and the launching new, the uh, and launching the new 2013 Ram trucks. You got to tell us about this, Fred. Oh God, Trav, it's an incredible truck. We had a great time. We're we've got uh, waves and waves of journalists that uh, are eager and interested in driving this new 2013 Ram because of all the the new technology, and, yeah, and best in class MPG and and things that we've put into this awesome new truck. And of course, Jimmy was down there with us and and uh, got to get behind the wheel of our new truck and see what the new 36 state of the art Pentastar V6 engine is all about the MPG and it's uh, it was a lot of fun uh, in Nashville Tennessee driving in the hills and and uh, getting to see how this truck works it, it went really well yeah now the thing is when I was down there you had three different courses you could drive on you had the construction course which kind of took you what a construction site would be like and then yep. the next one was an off road which was really great and then finally there was the towing a competition. I think I'm will. rubbing off on you. You're talking like me now. Yeah. Uh, where you could actually take a, a boat or a, a four wheeler on a trailer or a, a big travel trailer. And that's what I drove just to see what it handled like. And holy cow. I mean, it did everything you'd wanted to do. It was great. It was a great course. I, I thought our team did a great job of building and making real world uh, conditions. And then, of course, you got to drive it on, on the road, on the street to, to see how it corners and accelerates up and down hills uh, on your way out to the course. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm very, very excited about how thrilled and impressed all the journalists were. And I think the, the biggest thing that brought a smile to my face that perhaps the majority of the journalists said to me when, when they were leaving is, Fred, wow. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. The Ram team did it. This this truck is a game changer. Once you get behind the wheel, and we told you this last ad break, my doctor uh, for my wife, she's about to have her baby, 
Um, he he was a, he drove another brand his whole life. He got behind the wheel, and before he pulled out of the parking lot, he was sold. I mean, give this truck a chance, and, and you will be a firm believer in it. Plus, all the technology you guys have put in these trucks. I mean, uh, you teamed up with Sprint, and you got that built-in Wi-Fi. You can connect your uh, laptops, iPhones, etc., yeah. and the Uconnect infotainment system. I mean, Fred... If you're out there in the back country, you're 20 miles in the middle of nowhere. Your wife can get you. Your, your wife can now email you. You can't say, I had no reception. I mean, this is the conveniences that you guys put into your trucks is just absolutely phenomenal, Fred. It's crazy. In fact, I, I think uh, the other thing that the journalist said to us, which we already knew, is that, Fred, you guys have done so much to this truck from a technology standpoint, from a compelling feature standpoint. From yeah. The interior upgrades, the styling, and of course the best in class fuel economy, which we'll talk yes. about in a little bit. They're saying, I don't know how you're going to communicate all of this to the public on, on this new truck. I mean, active yeah. grill shutters, active air suspension, eight speed electronic transmission, Pentastar V6 engine, stop start technology. And, and then of course I can go on and on and on. They're just too, it would take us an hour to get through everything and just to list them off, let alone talk about them all. But I think the thing that makes us the proudest is that we are now blowing the competition away when it comes to fuel economy. Get this, 18 miles per gallon in the Jeez. city, 25 on the highway. Holy 25 cow. on the highway? And that's with a 3.6 V6 eight-speed uh, transmission, uh, engine and transmission combined. And, and by the way, this is EPA certified. This isn't what the manufacturer is saying. This is all EPA certified from the government. 18 and 25 mpg and that's and amazing incredible. and when you and jim you know you were out there oh you yeah drove this thing with that eight-speed transmission when you put your foot on the gas the tip in point just gives you that torque in the seat of your pants and, and you think you're literally driving a v8 mm. the power is so good i want to go back and touch on something you said a, a second ago fred you're talking about your air uh, suspension system now this oh, actually yeah. has five height settings doesn't it it does and how far can that travel fred a total of four inches and, and, <laughs> holy cow incredible. And <laughs> the thing i mean who would have ever thought that a truck manufacturer would put an air suspension into a truck yes and it comes it comes from the same exact technology that we use in our jeeps and you know how fantastic our jeeps are when you go off road. oh yeah so we took a lot of those learnings we brought them into the truck and it's amazing because you have a kneel position so that you feel like you're getting in and out of your truck rather than having to climb in and out of your truck. That also helps you when you're loading things in the back because you don't have to lift things as high up as you used to to get into yep. the back of the truck. And it also has another position so that when you're on highway mode, it automatically squats down an inch mm. if you want it to so that it gives you better aerodynamics. Again, adding to this 25 mpg story. And then it's got the normal position. That's the third position. Then it's got off-road one and off-road two, which raises it an inch and then two inches. And let me tell you, <laughs> when that thing is on off-road two and it's just sitting there in the parking lot, if you want to leave it there in off-road two, it literally looks like you put a suspension, a lift kit in, into your truck. It looks awesome. And, and all the journalists are saying, you know, I think uh, when I leave my neighborhood in the morning, I'm going to leave it an off-road <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. You're a little intimidating. Best-in-class best ground clearance also whenever you're you're off-roading. Well, yeah, you know, you're out there hunting, okay, Fred, and you're, right. you've run into some really rough terrain. Well, you need to raise that. Well, then when you harvest that big buck, elk, or whatever you want to do, you think, oh, my God, I have to pick this thing up. How far? You Then right. you can lower the truck and load your game. I know last year I shot a big old muley, and Jim and I had the toughest time loading <laughs> it in the back of a— uh, uh one of those ATV cars, whatever it is, UTV, they yep. call it. I mean, that is so useful, but also you, you well, I wanted to flatten the tires, but Travis said <laughs> not a good idea. No, not a good <laughs> idea. Let's talk about the grill real quick with the active yeah. shutters. Is that something that we can control ourselves or does it automatically do that? How does that work? The truck does it automatically. Nice. And what, what we found again, during all of our research is that 80% of the time, the typical trucker does not need all of that airflow that goes into yeah. the engine to cool it. Mm -hmm. And so basically, the 80% of the time that you're not needing that extra air to cool your engine, you're paying the penalty for all that drag from all of that air going into the grill of the truck. So the truck is smart enough to know when your truck needs a little more air, it opens the shutters, kind of like Venetian blinds, if you will, in yeah. the house. Mm -hmm. Opens it up, cools it off, then it closes it again. And when they when they close, that air just goes around the side of the truck or over the truck or under the truck again, 
one of the 12 things that we did to squeeze out every single ounce of miles per gallon into this truck, and that was a big one. Who'd have ever thought that somebody would bring that again to a truck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, one of the one of the things that it, it took just a little bit and not too long. You know, as you mentioned, we had a chance to drive this over hill and dale down there in uh, in Tennessee, but uh, that start stop capability. Now, that's been a European technology for some time, but uh, when you come up to a stoplight, the engine actually shuts off. When you take your foot off the brake, it starts up. That is gas savings no matter what. Gas savings for, for the trucker who, who does a lot of city driving or does a lot of deliveries or a lot of pickups or whatever in the city driving. And the great thing about it is, is that it is a huge MPG gainer if you do a lot of stop-start driving. But also, if you don't want it to do the stop-start, there's a little button right on the front of the dash. You just hit the button, you turn it off, and you just have the normal engine that doesn't stop when you come to a stoplight or come to a stop sign. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Fred Diaz. He's the president of Ram Trucks. And of course, you've got to get signed up for the Ram Jam uh, coming December 29th. That's right. If you want to see Kelly Pickler, Brantley Gilbert, Easton Corbin, Zach Brownband, and Billy Currington, once again, you can enter as many times as you want. But I encourage everyone right now, uh, go to your local um, Dodge dealer, drive the brand new Ram Trucks, check them out. They are going to make you a believer I don't know if I can quote that. That is a song. I think it's kind of cool. Trap. Go check them out. You're going to love it. Once again, we've been talking with Fred Diaz, the uh, prez of Ram Trucks. And once again, if you want to be an IVP or a VIP, join the Ram Jam. you got to do it. Check them out at RamTrucks.com. Uh, once again, we are brought to you by Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Fred, as always, buddy, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Give my best to your, your bride and your kids, and, and good luck with everything. Let me know uh, Let me know how everything turns out once the, the new baby arrives. You bet you, buddy. We'll All right, love you, brother. Love you, guys. Take okay. it easy. Bye. Bye. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Ram Trucks. Check them out at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 405 affiliate stations, or advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Aaron Bradley, Chris Denham, Joe Hamilton, and the ever-lovely Fred Diaz. Hey, coming up next week on The Revolution. Man, you guys and gals are going to really like this one hot topic. We are talking about the Second Amendment. So we are Jim and Trav. Stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless. Get out there. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.